Good morning, church. Okay, we'll try that one more time with more than two of you. Good morning, church. Woo, nailed it. Welcome to Home Church. We are so excited to have you here, whether you are in person, online, or in the future. Er, er. Thank you for allowing us to have a part in your walk with Christ, to speak the words of the Lord into your life, and we're just thankful that we're able to do that. Before we get started, we are going to have everybody stand up and go meet and greet one another.
right, if I could have everybody take your seat. I love the music outro when I start talking. It makes you feel like a late night talk show host, which may be a surprise to most of you, but that was my dream job in high school. So, yeah. Before we get started today, we do have some announcements. Um, once again, we're just gonna keep asking, help keep the children's area clear. Uh, that is a loading and unloading zone only. So drop the kids off, pick the kids up, you don't need to linger. If you want to talk to somebody who is volunteering there, just wait a little bit. They'll finish their shift and then you can talk. Food pantry is in need of food. Uh, so when donating canned goods, we just ask that you bring pop-top canned foods only and other non-perishable items. We're just trying to get as much help as we can in feeding the community. If you are thinking, boy, I want to donate to that, but I don't know what to bring, we've got lists over at the Welcome Center. So go pick up the list, buy items similar to or on the list and bring them in for our food pantry. Just Older Youth, our Joy Potluck, February 19th. We'll be having a uh, potluck in the gym after second service. So if you would like to attend that, please bring your favorite dish to share, uh, you know, or at least a mediocre dish to share and uh, join them in there and we'll have a potluck. Also, February 19th, we are having a church vote for new board members as well as delegates to the district assembly. So this vote is open to all members of the church who are 15 years and older. So if you are 14 or younger, better luck next year. But 15 or older, if you are a member, you get to vote. So come on down and vote for the people who are gonna be representing you uh, on the board to determine what our church is doing, as well as at our delegations as they go out uh, and meet with other churches. Ooh, we are having a pre, we, I'm not having this one, preteen movie and pizza night at Miss Jane's house. All right, I noticed that most of the people clapping are not preteens, and that's fine. I saw a couple preteens go, pizza, movies, whatever. That's cool, you'll love it. Thursday, February 16th at 5.30, so you can contact Miss Jane for more information, but that will be a great way to kick off uh, some fellowship together. Also, the preteen ministry is going to be starting, uh, which is ages 10 to 12, so it's not technically all preteens. I guess five is also a preteen, but... <laughs> Ages 10 to 12 for the preteen ministry. Uh, we'll be starting Thursday nights, uh, February 23rd, 6.30 to, uh, is when the games start, and then we're going to be doing our worship and lessons starting at 7. This will be really exciting. We are having our teens and our preteens join for worship, so we are trying to combine stuff into this church, minister to a bunch of people. Please, if you are a preteen, if you know a preteen, if you are aware they exist, tell them about this uh, ministry and get them, get them involved. Side-by-side <coughs> -side widow and widower ministry is meeting March 4th at Barb West's house at 10 a.m. If you need more information on that, you can contact Jane Morrill or the church office. Life groups are starting the week of the 19th. There we go. We got, it's kicking up. I like that. Sign-up sheets are available at the welcome counter. 
the sheets have the addresses and the leaders on them. So we have these all throughout the week. We've got them all throughout the town. Find the one that works best for you and sign up. It is a great time of fellowship, of discipleship, of getting deeper into the word. Uh, if you come to the group that Kristen and Vince host, there's always really rad food and decent people. So, <laughs> uh, so we've made it accommodating as much as we can. Go check it out. Sign up for them. It's going to be great. And also for life groups, there is a short meeting today after the second service here in the sanctuary for all of the life group leaders and homeowners. So if you are hosting it or you're leading one, meet here after second service and we're gonna have a quick meeting. And that is it <coughs> for our announcements. I didn't know if there'd be cheering for that. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go into our time of prayer and worship and giving. We have to take a moment every week to just thank everybody who has been faithful through your tithes and offerings. It's obviously biblical. It's mandated that we do this, but it is impossible to do what we do without it. So thank you for your faithfulness in this. We offer three ways you can do it, online, in person, or through mail, whichever way is most convenient for you. And if I could have everybody bow their heads with me as we enter into our time of prayer. Father, we ask that today we would leave changed from the way that we came in, that you would use this time of worship, that you would use Pastor Carlos's message, that you would use just our fellowship among believers to change and sanctify us, to bring us closer to you, and to send us out into the world more equipped to spread your word, to spread your message of hope and redemption. We thank you for everything you're doing in this church, and we just ask that you would multiply every gift that we give, whether it be money or song and breath or whether it be time, and that you would use this to expand your kingdom in ways that we can't even comprehend. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Um, this morning we want to, before we do anything, we want to we lift up uh, Cheryl Mott this morning. Some of you already know, but our brother Steve Mott, who was a member of our church for quite some time, uh, passed away Wednesday. And so we want to lift her up this morning. And so I'd like a member of the body of Christ to come and pray. Uh, if we can get our, our brother Ron Sherwood, if you could please come and lift your voice and pray for our dear sister Cheryl. Um, I'm hoping she's watching online this morning. Um, she said she would, she would try, but whether or not, she is. We're going to pray for her. And uh, so I'd encourage you to stretch out your hands towards our brother as he prays and lift our voices towards heaven to uh, do that this morning. Amen. Lord, man, this comes as a huge shock to many of us. Steve was loved by the people in this church. Steve and Cheryl both. We know that he's in a better place. And we just ask that you would be with Cheryl right now, be with those of us who knew Steve for so long. Give us peace, 
and strength and uh, and blessing. Uh, we just ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This morning, we also want to pray for, uh, we'll be lifting up family members. Uh, you have a need this morning, lift your hand. You have a need this morning, raise your hand. Uh, and uh, may we have faith that God hear our prayer this morning. Um, we want to lift up Sandy Jones this morning. She's in the hospital uh, at St. Mary's. We want to pray for Sandy Jones. So lift her up in your prayers. Uh, hallelujah. So much to pray about. So much to give God praise for, too. It's so good to see our sister AJ with us. I thought I'd get a little amen there. It's okay. I, I'll say it myself. Amen. AJ, good to see you. How's the, uh, how's the arm feeling? Good. Good. Praise God. So good to see beautiful faces here this morning. Who's ready to worship Jesus? Amen. Yes. Um, before we start worship, I want to give God praise for something. Um, a dear lady of ours who's been a member here in our church for over a year now. Um, I swear, she is like mother of the day. She has five kids coming in with her. She has bottle, uh, baby care, carrying babies, holding ch children, running around everywhere. And she's showing up at eight in the morning here to rehearse with us to worship Jesus. <laughs> Veronica right here. I want to just thank Veronica for, yes, joining the team. She wants to worship God. She wants to sing praises to to Jesus, our Savior, who wants to join us in worship this morning. Amen? Amen. I've got peace like a river. I got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got peace like a I've got peace like a river, I've got peace. Like a river in my soul, I've got joy. I've got joy. Like a fountain, I've got joy. Like a fountain, I've got joy.
Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, all distractions in my life, things that have happened this week, things that are to come, I would lay aside right now. I would put aside right now all the good things, all the bad things. Lord, I would just lay aside right now and focus on only one thing, and that is you right now in this moment, Lord. Plead the blood of Jesus over this worship. I pray it be honorable to you. May it be pleasing to your ears this morning. Hallelujah. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. Oh, Lord. We shout out your praise. One, two, three. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore. Oh, 
Shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name of Jesus. Shout Jesus from the Father God Almighty, we speak the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you move in our families. Father, we ask that you break depression, that you break anxiety, that you break addiction. Father God, that we speak the name of Jesus into all those dark places, into every stronghold, Father God. May your light shine. May you bring freedom like you never have before, Father. May we experience you in our lives, Father, and we speak the name of Jesus into every dark place. May you move in a powerful and strong way in each of our lives today. In the very strong name of Jesus, I pray.
Let's hear the chorus one more time. Break every stronghold. Break every power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Your name. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray you break the strongholds that have your children, your precious children oppressed. Break the strongholds that we can't even see. The things that have us bound up inside, the things that have us doing the same thing we've been doing for years and years, never growing to where you want us to be because it's got us bound, strongholds. I pray in Jesus' name it would be broken this morning by the power of the blood of Jesus, every stronghold broken, especially when it comes to this topic this morning. The battles within, Lord, I pray you speak before me, go before me, speak to every heart in this place. And I pray what is preached this morning, as we receive it, Lord, spiritually, I pray we would also deposit it into people that we love, that when we speak, Lord, your life, be spoken into their heart and their soul, and they also be changed through the word of God. Not my words, but your words, Lord. And so, Lord, I need you this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the honor and the privilege it is to speak your word, to preach your word, that we may believe your word. In Jesus' name, I pray. We pray, Lord. And all God's children said Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, singers. We so appreciate you this morning. Can we give our team a hand this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. So appreciate them. I don't know what happened this morning. I don't know. You ever, you ever go to school or go to work and everyone's wearing the same color and you're like, did I get the, I didn't get the memo. I don't know what's going on. I got five messages this morning from people, three people here, not going to say who you are. Tomorrow, I don't know what, I don't know if you guys got together. I don't know what happened, but five different messages from people saying, Pastor, we're behind you. We love you. Amen. Wow. So uh, two in second service. But again, I just want to say thank you for being behind your pastor, for not giving up. Discipleship, dedication, duplication, home church of the Nazarene. Amen? Amen. I can't wait to see what God's going to do this year. Hallelujah. I want to preach and continue this series this morning on battles within. Battles within. Hold on, my phone's vibrating. Let me silence my phone real quick. Is that okay, church? Yeah. We went to the theater the other day, and I had to silence my phone. And I said, if I could do that at the theater, I can do it in the house of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, sister. Amen. All right. 
The only one that should be calling me right now is God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Battles within. I want to preach something this Sunday morning that I actually preach every Sunday morning. I speak it, I say it, I just don't say this very word, but it's, it's, in, the, it's, in, it's in the ingredients. It's kind of like whatever you cook, well, unless you're, unless you're somebody who doesn't like salt. Whatever you cook, it's always in there. There's salt in there. You just don't say it, but there's always salt in the food. Can somebody say amen? amen. There's always salt in the food. Um, it's this word right here. It's, every, it's in it every Sunday. It comes from him, and I want to preach on it. It's called value. Somebody say value. 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 I want to, before I even start, I want to let you know as a church, you're valued. I don't say that enough. I mean that you're valued. From, from, our, from our sister uh, uh, Hannah to Katrina to Bill Rohr to Mary to uh, Michael Omana. Uh, to, uh, I mean, we could be here all day. You're valued. You're valued. Luke is valued. Amen. 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 Our sound team is valued. We're, we're val you're valued. You have value. If you have ever studied business administration, there is something called the economic principle of value. The principle of economic value is based on a simple principle, and that is rarity. The power of value is based on rarity. The more rare something is, the more valuable it is. This is why gold is so valuable, because it's rare. This is why diamonds are valuable, because they're rare. Oil is rare. It's why rocks are so cheap. Because they're, they're common. Um, let me say something to the teenagers real quick and preteens. You want to be like everyone else? You want to you want to be like everyone else? You become replaceable. Matter of fact, this is this goes in the in the work. Take take the spiritual side out of it. It goes to the work. You want to be like everyone else in the workplace you'll become replaceable. You want to be different, you have value. Um, it doesn't matter what your body looks like, what people are telling you what you should look like, whether you're skinny or whether you think you got some weight on you. It doesn't matter what they say about you. God made you who you are. You're precious in his sight, and that makes you valuable. Amen. You have value. I want to go to Luke chapter 15, verse 8. Turn there with me. Luke chapter 15, verse 8. I so appreciate one of my Bible study leaders right here in the front with his Bible notes ready to rock, writing things down. Can we give it up to Matt right here? My goodness. Yes, amen. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Wow. 
ready. How many know the Bible's a sword? Matt always carries his word with him, and I see some of the teenagers carrying their Bible with them. It's an amazing thing to see. Luke chapter 15, verse 8, it says, Or what woman, this is Jesus talking, he's giving some, telling some stories right here. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Verse 10, likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of angels of God over one sinner who repents. Wow, this section of scripture right here, I would, I would call lost and found. Um, there's the, the, the lost sheep. You can go up a little bit. You're going to read about the lost sheep. There's the lost coin. And then there's the lost. Thank you lost son um, the sheep is lost because it's a sheep <laughs> thank you men the sister men got it the, the sheep is lost because it's a sheep it's unintentional the sheep loves the the, the sheep loves the, the pasture it loves the shepherd the sheep really it, it loves it loves it but it being a sheep it just wanders off and wanders off until one day it looks up and realizes it's gone too far and it can't find its way back. The coin can't lose itself. The coin was lost because somebody lost it. And how I many know we also can be lost because of somebody else? Adam and Eve, the fall. Now we're lost. We're born. We're lost. Then you have the prodigal son. The prodigal son, that was intentional. He purposely disobeyed. He purposely said, I don't care what you said. I'm going to do what I want to do. And he went and lived a wretched life. Um, in all three stories, it reminds us of the wages of sin and how the wages of sin is death. The sheep ended up in the wilderness. The silver ended up in darkness. And the sun ended up in a pig pen. But what's amazing is heaven rejoices when something is found. I love that. The story about a man who was raised in poverty all his life. And later on in life, God blessed him, not only with finances, but God blessed him with a lot of just a lot of things, okay? And he made a he made a commitment. He, he told God, I will thank you for all the little things in life that you have done for me. So every time I see a penny, he said, I will go and I will pick up that penny because I'm grateful. So no matter where he went, the story says, he would pick up a penny. So he would pick up pennies in the grass. 
He would be walking. He would see one in the gutter, and he would pick up a penny in the gutter. Um, it didn't matter where it was. He picked it up. Kept his commitment for years, picking up pennies everywhere he went. And he goes to church, and he goes into the restroom, and there in the toilet was a penny. And the story goes that he's debating, and he says the Spirit of God was telling him, are you going to honor your word? Are you going to, are you going to do this? Are you going to pick up this penny? Are you really grateful? And so he reaches his hand, and he picks up the penny out of the toilet, I'm sure he washes it off. I don't know. Story didn't say. But I can guarantee you he walked out that bathroom was shaking everyone's hand. That's for sure. I can guarantee you that. A penny means nothing unless someone values it. It's crazy to think you really can't buy anything with a penny. Um, they're not worth much anymore. I was reading something. It actually takes more than a penny to make a penny. It takes a penny and a half to make a penny. And that's why people are debating whether we should get rid of the penny. The government's spending more on making pennies but then you have to go to the next, which is the nickel, and then there's a penny taxed, and so let's just leave the pennies alone. Can somebody say amen? Um, but it's amazing to think that a penny can be worthless unless someone sees the value in it. In 1995, the U.S. created thousands of pennies, and they realized there was a problem. The words on the penny in God we trust were faded. They created thousands of pennies in 1995 and the words in God we trust you couldn't even see and somehow they all went out. All the pennies went out and when coin collectors found out about this, they became valuable and they increased by 225 point million percent those pennies today are $225 and are actually going up now as I speak um, I'm going to be honest with you I, once I heard that story I've been looking for faded pennies uh, <laughs> lately um, it's crazy to think you could have that kind of value and not know it It could be between your cushions of your couch. It could be in your car somewhere. It could be laying in some gutter. As it sits there in the muck, in the garbage. But someone who sees, someone who knows, we would see it flawed, we would see it faded. We would call them bad pennies. We would call them pennies that have lost their trust in God. We would call them worthless. We would call them blurred. 
It might be worth $250, but it's useless unless someone sees and knows the value in it. When I think about the lady who lost the coin, as I look at this coin, and how she took a, she took a broom, she took a light, and she searched. She searched for this coin. I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I think of coins and how they can be like, kind of like us, they have a lifespan. They have a lifespan. Um, kind of like humans, you know? With time, it, it's passed from hand to hand pocket to pocket, store to store, gumball machine to gumball machine, until it becomes faded and worthless. That is exactly how a life can be until Jesus Christ finds you. Your value does not come from what you can do. Listen to me. Your value does not come from what you can do, how you can do it. Your talents, that's good, but that's secondary. True value comes from knowing, knowing you are a child of God. You could have one of those pennies in your pocket right now, but it's not worth anything unless you recognize it. And that's the power of Christ. That's the story of the gospel. He sees something in us that we can't see in ourselves. God is the kind of God who can still see something in us when our trust in God is blurred. When our trust in God is faded, when our faith is no more, when we're weak and we're questioning and our life is covered up, our life is covered up just like a penny in the council of a car with trash and bubblegum wrappers and everything else and coffee and, and now all of a sudden it's Worthless. It's you keep the change. You ever say that? Yeah. You keep the change. It's, it's worthless. It's, it's not that valuable. That can be our life at times where we got our life covered up with all this stuff when really there's some value. Everyone else, though, would say it's worthless. 
but there is one. Church, there is one. There is one. This is to the one who has, I was speaking to somebody just this week who has been through war, fought on the battlefield, and has seen things that wouldn't wish upon anyone to see. And at times, he, with, with the anxiety and the, 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 the post-traumatic stress, everything that he goes through in life, he says, I feel unworthy. There are things that, that, that I've seen and the things that I've done. And, uh, uh, he, he, there's this thing inside of him that doesn't feel valued. But there is one person, and I told him, who takes a light and a broom, and he starts sweeping. He starts searching for you. He starts searching for your grandchildren. He starts searching for your children. He starts searching for your lost love. He starts searching for that thing that you no longer think is valuable. He starts searching. He says, you don't know what I know. You can't see what I can see. But pastor, I messed up. Pastor, I've made mistakes. Pastor, I thought I'd be a better husband. Pastor, I thought I'd be a better student. Pastor, I, I thought I'd be a better wife. I, I thought I'd be a better brother. I thought I'd be a better sister. I've messed up. I thought I would be, I didn't think you'd be this way. And so we don't see the value in ourselves. We, we hear about it, we read about it, but we don't. We don't believe it. <clears throat> Our God can pick us up out of the gutter. Our God can pick us up out of the hurt, out of the sorrow. He can pick us up out of the pain and wash us up, clean us up. And just like pennies, you can wash them up and clean them up, but when, when you look at it, you still there's some dents. There's some wear and tear. There's some flaws. But God willing, after he cleans us up, he will take us. And hopefully if we allow him, he will put us in his pocket. Amen. And then come a day, he'll say, you know what? I need to use you. I want to use you. I want to use all the hurt. I want to use every time you've cried yourself to sleep. I want to use every time you were heartbroken and hurt because people stabbed you in the back. I want to use you. I want to use the times that you were obeying me when no one else was looking. I want to use you. I want to use the sorrow. I want to use the pain. I want to use the hurt. I can use you. You're valuable. I see two and a half million percent more than anyone else. Young lady, young man, 
He says, I see, I see way more than anyone else. So I will say this morning, Lord, spend me. Use me, Lord, spend me. I'm not amazing. I'm not awesome. Like Mark Butler said, but Lord, I'm available. The whole Bible is about God finding flawed, blurred, faded, trusting God kind of people. Have gone through trauma, have gone through failure. Their trust has been blurred. They no longer look valuable or worthy. As I close, you know you're valuable by what pursues you in life. By who's pursuing you. You say, well, no one's pursuing me, Pastor. No, someone is pursuing you. I saw a picture of a diamond being tossed around by some kids in a third world country. They're taking this beautiful diamond and they're playing with it and their families are starving Dying and have no idea of the worth that they're playing with and holding. And I thought about that. There are some people who cut themselves short by giving their heart, their soul, their energy to things that are being tossed around by people who through their life had no idea the value and worth. And now they feel worthless. They feel they're depreciating. But there is someone, I want to tell you this morning, who knows your worth, who knows your value, and he's pursuing you. Amen. You want to know your value? You want to know how you're valuable? This is how you know. I was really thinking about this word value, valuable. You know you're valuable when there, is, when there is no amount too much to reward you with or to give you. You know you're valued when there's no amount too much to give to you. That even happens in the workplace. But there is a God in heaven who knows you're so valuable. He gave everything for you and me. Amen. Going back to this penny, it's not the perfection of the penny that made it valuable. It's the flaws. It's the imperfection that makes the penny valuable. It's not how perfect you are or how perfect you would. It's, that's not what makes you valuable. It's who God made you to be. It's your mistakes, 
your failures, your, your victories. It's all that in one. You're valued. So speak it. Believe it. Live it. And know you have value. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. I'm believing God this morning. There are people here. There are men and women here. Maybe teenagers here. You, you've gone through life without. You've been. You've felt worthless. You have felt unappreciated. You have felt there's. You've been, maybe even been told there's. For whatever reason. This morning, I want to lay my hands on you. I want to pray for you. And so this morning, we're going to open the altars. This morning, you, before we even open the altars, if maybe you want to receive Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you right now to accept him into your heart, into your life. Repent of your sins and say, God, forgive me, for I'm a sinner. I need forgiveness. I, I need saving, Lord. Forgive me of my sins. Ask him into your heart right now. Ask him into your life right now. Jesus, forgive me. Maybe you're the sheep and you've wandered. And it wasn't intentional. It was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't on purpose. It was. It just happened. Maybe you're the coin. Maybe, maybe you are the son and you, you left willingly. Well, the Father's here with open arms. With open arms, welcome you, welcoming you right now back. That's you this morning. Say, Jesus, forgive me. Come into my heart. Come into my life. No one's looking around right now. I want to open these altars. And um, I encourage you right now to come down to the altar and pray. Pray, and, 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 and maybe there's some things you need to lay at the feet of Jesus this morning. Maybe you need to lay some things at the cross of Jesus. Maybe you want to come down with your children. Maybe you, maybe you lived a life of always feeling second best, always feeling third, always, and you, you want to break that. You, you want to come down with, with your loved one or somebody you know, and you just want to come and pray with them. You want to pray for them. Maybe you want to pray for someone who's not here this morning that they be reminded they are valuable. They don't have to sell themselves short. They're valuable. May I lay hands on you this morning as we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. These altars are open. Come and pray this morning.
if I can get some staff members and board members to come and pray this morning here at the altar with some of our members this morning.
is real indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. father's house there are many mansions there's many rooms if it were not true I would have not told you he says I'm going to prepare a place and I want to tell you right now all our God only does all that kind of hard work like that for something that's valuable for someone who's valuable who's someone who's flawed and got issues and problems and it's drama going up in our lives but at the end of the day he looks and sees all past that he says you are valued. So speak those words. Speak it. Speak it. Believe it. Live it. I'm valued. Devil, I don't care what you told me. I don't care what they said. I, I, I only care what one person says, and that's what he says. I am valued. 
he searches, he looks, he sweeps, he gets the light out, and he does whatever he can do to find us because you're valuable. You're valued. And as you live a valued life and know and understand that, may that be passed down to generation to generation. May that, may that be in your, in your circle. I mean, you walk into a room and you're not walking with arrogance and pride because, we, because of what you're walking in there knowing that you're a child of God. You are valued. And without him, we're nothing. But with him, we're everything. Amen. Amen. I'm valued. I'm valued because of him. I'm valued. We're valued because of him. Young ladies, young girls, I prayed for, I prayed for some young girls this morning. Don't ever let some joker tell you you're worth nothing. You are worth everything. Don't sell yourself short. He comes to you and says, well, then I'm not going to do it if you won't kiss me. You say, get behind me, Satan. I'm valuable. I don't have time for you. My boyfriend's Jesus. Amen? Also, how do you say Jesus in, uh, in Madagascar? Jesus. God sounds like Jesus. Jesus. What about, what about France? French? I'm sorry? Jesus. Jesus. You know your church is demographic. You know you're, you got, you, you know, you know Jesus is working up in the church when you speak in French and Madagascar and English and Spanish. Can somebody say amen? Yeah. Amen. I'm excited to announce too, next week our sister who's valued, not because she can speak French and Spanish and English and all these different languages, but she's a child of God. But she'll be singing with us next week in France, French. Amen. Hallelujah. Walk out of these doors and know you are valuable. You are valued. If this whole church looked at you and said, you're not, I don't, it don't matter. You are valuable in his eyes and his, in his sight. You are valuable. Amen. Amen. Live it. Believe it. See it. Think it. I don't have no, uh, there's, there's no three A's here. There's no four L's or... Just do it, amen? Amen. Be blessed this morning. Breathe it, yes. Sister, man, I want you to come down and, 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 and lead, uh, bless us this, this morning. Pray for us out of here, amen. Let's bow our heads, church, as our sister says a blessing over us this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. Dear Lord, we told thank you that you called us to be here today. Thank you that you call us your own. We thank you that we can call you Father, Lord, Savior, and Friend. Yes, God. And we truly are nothing without you, but you make us everything because of you. We leave here being reaffirmed of who you are in you and you are our Lord God Almighty and we are your children 
Thank you for your blessings everywhere we go and your presence with us. Your word never fails and you are our constant companion at all times. We love you and we thank you in your mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Be blessed. Amen. See? 